We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell, tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg, yes. touchdown, Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkinson, yes. they did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? All right, guys, welcome back to Spotify Green Room post game show. Lions versus Eagles. Final score of this game 44 6 Philadelphia on Halloween Day. We got a full crew right now. Malcolm Pierre, how you doing? Yeah, man, this was a shit show. Malcolm, how you doing? I can't believe I, I guess I can't believe I got suckered into this shit. I, I just can't believe I got suckered into this shit. Thinking that we could win the game. I I mean, it's, it's the Malcolm. same story. Oh, I've been saying this the last like six episodes. They always do this. They always do this. This is something that we always seen, and they just continue to do it. We have a really great game against a really good team that nobody gives us a chance to win. Everybody's like, wow, look how hard they played. And then the very next week, they followed up with some shit like this. This is something that we always see. And I was really hoping that it'll be different. But it's not. Same shit. No effort. What does this mean? What does this I mean, mean? What does this mean? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm losing, that I lose faith in Dan Camp. I'm not saying that. But damn it, this game, nobody showed up. Nobody. Absolutely nobody showed up. Nobody showed up. It was just bad. It was awful to watch. Like, I, I don't know how I sat through and watched the whole game. That's how bad it was. This was the first line game in a very long time that I wanted to turn this shit off. I don't even know how those fans in the arena. I don't know how those fans in the stands. I, I just don't know. I, I don't know what to say right now. I don't yeah, know what no. to say right now. Sorry, please. <laughs> Shed yeah, some light on this. What, what the hell happened? <laughs> I mean, it, I, I don't know what happened. That was just, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with giving credit to the Philadelphia Eagles because the game plan that they came in with this Sunday, um, phenomenal. I mean, they changed their whole narrative of what they've been doing all year. Uh, we said they can't run the ball. What do they do? They come out and they take a lot of pressure off Jalen Hurts' arm and you know, they said, we're going to run this ball. Even though we have, we have no Miles Sanders, we're going to go to Jordan Howard. We're going to go to Boston Scott. We're going to use our running backs in this game. We're going to take some pressure off our young quarterback, Jalen Hurts. They haven't done that this year. They haven't done that in, in the first seven weeks. They came into Detroit week eight, and they threw away all of that. And they came in with a whole different mindset, a whole different game plan. And on the defensive side of the ball, they were a team for knowing not to blitz, a team not to you know stop the run. They changed that narrative. They stacked the box. Um, they blitzed. They pressured Jared Goff. They got to that Lions offensive line. They stopped that Lions run game. They eliminated that Lions run game. 
didn't matter who was running the ball, if it was DeAndre Swift, didn't matter if it was Jamar Jefferson, they eliminated that. So I'm going to give credit to the Philadelphia Eagles because everything that we were, you know, clowning on them for, they're saying that we can, they can't do this, they can't do that, they can't stop the run, they don't run the ball. They changed the whole narrative. It was a complete 180. I mean, completely different uh, team this week for the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, why why, yeah. why would you why would you do it different? I mean, every team knows Jared Goff's QB rating, his percentage when he's pressured. I can see every single team on third, third and long, third down. They're gonna blitz us. Every single team go here on out. Every team's gonna blitz us on third down. It's gonna happen. Jared Goff sucks on, on, on when he mm-hmm. when he gets pressured. He sucks. Peter, what did you see in this game? Yeah, what I saw is I thought the Eagles dominated on both sides of the ball in the trenches. The O-line and their D-line just straight up dominated us. Um, and you win football games on trenches. I know that's a cliche, but that's what the Eagles did to And then the Lions, they continue with these stupid penalties and stupid drops. You had one where you also had 12 men on the field. Like, that's unacceptable twice. Jared Goff throws it out on fourth down again. I mean, it's just a mess, man. They got so many issues right now. And the fact is, I don't think the quarterback trusts his receivers. And it seems like the O-line and kind of like the players in general, they don't really play hard for golf. At least it looked like it. I don't don't think that's the issue, man. They they didn't play hard in general. The defense didn't play hard. The offense didn't play hard. Nobody on his team. In general, it seems like like there's not a lot of trust in Jared Goff. Nobody on his team played hard today. Nobody. Nobody showed. There was no effort. Yeah, was no effort. No fight. No knee biting. There was nothing in this game. It was just bad. Bad all around. And it it, it's, it pisses yeah, me we, off that um, you could have a really great game last week against a damn good team, and then you show up and show this bullshit. This is the shit that pisses me off, and I'm sure as Lions fans, we are tired. We're tired of this. Lions fans, I, I'm not, I know I'm not the only one, but – how many times do you see us show effort like this against a good team? And then the very next week, do this. Why are they doing this to us? You think they have a chance to win? You're in there. Yeah, yeah, we could do it. Yeah, they're playing against a team that's not so good, but we played our ass off last week. And they do it again. New coach, new everything. We do it again. Well, what we talked about, we talked about like the Eagles, they really blitz. They don't run the ball, and today they did the exact opposite of that. They blitzed, they ran the ball. So I think the Eagles do some things at the Lions that the Lions haven't seen before, and the Lions, were, they just didn't adjust. So it was too late, kind of. They didn't adjust at all. I mean, too late, too nothing. They didn't do it at all. Actually, they, they, there was time to adjust in this game. I mean, it was clear that the Eagles were running the ball uh, early on in the game. It was clear that the Eagles were going to yeah. send some pressure to, and dial up some pressure on uh, the Lions offensive line and Jared Goff. They had plenty of time to adjust. You could have, you know, went to a quick passing game. You could have, as far as them running the ball consistently, you could have stepped the box and been more aggressive and just trust your corners a little bit more. But, you know, I mean, they didn't adjust. It was the same thing the whole game. It it wasn't like it was a tough adjustment because if you make Jalen Hurts a, a pocket quarterback and make him, you know, try to make him pass a little bit more, you know, you're giving yourself a better shot especially when you see the Eagles coming out, like how they came out, them running the ball and everything. It's just, it's inexcusable, honestly. And, and where the hell was the sense of urgency, man? Where was the sense of yeah, urgency that, in this game, man? Yeah, in the second half. In the end of the second half. In the end of the second no, the half. First half well, going, well, in the end of, end of the first, first half, first when we had a two-minute drill, a two-minute drill. Yeah. Oh, my. We were in a two-minute drill. Where was the sense yeah, of urgency? Bad. They were they're, they're, they're running, running the ball. ball. They're, they're, they're doing the you know they're, they're doing halfback draws, getting nowhere in a stacked box. Where was the sense of there was no tempo? They were moving slow as dirt. It was like I don't even know the Lions wanted to be out there today. That's how that's how I felt watching these guys. Where was the sense of urgency? Where was the tempo? Where was the, the team the that I saw last week? That's what I want to know. Yeah. No, that first half play calling at the at the end of the half. That was actually embarrassing. That was disgusting. What were they trying to accomplish? I just don't understand where you – because if you thought, like, maybe they're playing for the field goal, which is stupid, right? But, okay, what if they're playing for the field goal, right? No, they go for it on fourth down. Like, what were they trying to accomplish? <laughs> that was the – that was bad. 
and I get Pierre. Pierre's about to say analytics. I already, I can smell Pierre? it. I can smell it right now, Pierre. He's about to say the word analytics. No, not the analytics. No, like, no, 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 not that. Um, the thing is, I don't get. Okay, if you're trying to score a touchdown, why are you running the ball? And we've talked exactly. about this exactly. too on the show. The defense, they pretty much know what's coming. It's either a check down or it's most likely a run. The Lions barely air the ball out. So you can see defenses are starting to stack the box and daring Detroit to throw down the field. And right now, there just is no deep passing attack, which makes it really hard to score. And I mean, when you hard to dink and dunk your way and run your way. You might score a little, but we've seen it like these past few weeks. You can't really score like that. And look, look at the look at the miscues that we have, man. When Jared Goff actually does yeah. throw the ball downfield, which happens probably two percent of the damn game, he throws the ball downfield. What happens? Illegal formation. Okay, we just eliminate a thirty-yard completion. Great. Then he throws a uh, look like it was a maybe like a fifteen-yard pass to Hodge. Look, like he was running the in route. What did he do? Bounces right off his goddamn hands. It's like, is this shit like like yep. this team, man? <laughs> This team. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I just go back to the fr- under the first half, though. I I, just, I really don't understand what they were trying to that, accomplish, though. I like. I could you guys could you guys shed any know. light? Like, what were they trying to I accomplish? Wanted to, I wanted to kick Anthony Lynn in the face know. with that play. Those know. play calls, like those play calls that Anthony Lynn was calling, the, the, as far as the tempo, the, the running it on third down with night. What was it? Fourteen seconds left. There's fourteen seconds left. Yeah. Okay. It was okay. Let's say they want to play the, the ball, field. like. Yes. What the fuck are you let's doing? Say they, let, let, let's say they want to play for the field goal, right? Let, let's say like they want to make it a two-position game. We'll make it uh, uh, seventeen to three at the half, right? Okay. I don't like the the thought process of it, but like, okay, we're gonna get some points on the board before the half, and we're gonna make this a fourteen-point game. We're gonna start off with our defense in the second half. Okay. But then they go for it on fourth down. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What are we doing? Like, like. The only thing you could do on that play, because I believe you had what one or no timeouts left. None. You had no time. They had no timeouts left. And it was 14 seconds left. So it's like you either get the touchdown. Okay, great. Or you get a first down. The, the clock goes out unless you go out of bounds. And then you kick the field goal regardless. Like, what were they trying to accomplish for going on a fourth one? A fourth, fourth and one, yeah. If I was Dan Kim, I would have dragged Anthony Lynn's ass from that booth and dragged his ass from the goddamn field. Just from, okay, like, what but the that, hell are you doing? That's on, but that's on Dan Campbell as well. Like, <laughs> Anthony Lynn was a terrible play card to end the oh, half. Man. But what was Dan Campbell thinking to go for that on fourth down? I man, I don't know, man. I do not know. I just I'm just so damn mad that they, they that they actually came out with this bullshit today, man. Like, how can you come out with that bullshit today? Like, this was this was man. I, I haven't seen this play this bad in a long the, time. I don't know. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, this was really bad. But then again, like we did say the Eagles were more talented and the more talented you won as well. It's, but they got their asses kicked. They got their asses kicked, man. Did, I mean, when you don't have effort. a quarterback... It's kind of hard to execute on offense, and then when your defense—I'm not putting this on. No, not just I'm just saying, like in general, this was just—it's just hard when you have no talent on offense to keep up with other teams. And honestly, like the reality of going Evans zero and seventeen is becoming a real possibility because this team just has no talent on offense. When I mean, I mean like wide receivers and the quarterback and the defense, man. Like it seems like when they get an injury or two, they just get hit hard. 
it's really hard to win in that league when you're like that. The offense not, gets off the field fast. Tired. No, the coaching was bad. Coaching was bad. But it was coaching. I mean, even it was effort. Know, it was everything. It was, I think it was more. It I was think more than coaching. I think it was yeah. effort. Effort. There was no effort from nobody on the field today. Nobody. There was no nobody on the field yeah, showed effort. I think the only person I can say showed effort that they actually wanted to win this game was C.J. Hawkinson. C.J. Hawkinson. There was a couple of guys. I thought Tracy Walker showed some effort. I'm in Ross St. Brown. Um, there was a couple of guys who showed it, some this, effort, but this was no overall, as a team, man, that was really bad. Effort. That's and I got to be honest, game. with Swift running the ball, I haven't been impressed with him running the ball. He's been good in the passing this, game. This, this, this was a bad game for him. I think this overall was just a bad game for him. In, in general, game, though, like, in general, he's been solid, man. Like, like, with like running look, the ball. Look, look at so. last week. He was, he ran on the third and nineteen. Though they gave him a draw play, and he damn near broke for eighteen. Put it to a fourth and one. He he makes his runs. Yes, you could say Jamal Williams is a better runner. That has been this year. Has been this year. Yeah, he is. But Swift hasn't wow. been bad at running the ball. He said he's still averaging above four yards per carry. Now, this wasn't his best game. You could say we missed Jamal Williams, but damn it, it was the effort. I don't blame this on rebuilding. I don't blame this on talent. I don't blame this on none of that shit. No, Malcolm, he's averaging 3.4 yards a carry, bro. 3.4. Is that including this game? Because this was one of his worst games. Well, I mean, like, even last week, he averaged 3.7 versus Cincinnati, he averaged 1. Point. He only went over four yards twice this year running the ball. It was versus Minnesota and versus Green Bay. Okay. Yeah, because I remember, like, last time I checked, I remember him and Jamal was both averaging above four. But I don't blame it on that. I don't blame it on talent. I don't blame it on rebuilding. This game solely is not on rebuilding. It's not on talent. It's not on Jared Goff. Jared Goff played bad, but this game is on Jared Goff. This game is on effort. It's on effort. It's on effort. That's the word of the day is effort. There was no goddamn effort this goddamn game. None. Yeah, I just... And damn it, the, the, the game plan this week sucked ass too. You want to bring it there too. What the hell was it? What was the game plan this week? <laughs> what was the no game idea. plan this week? I have no idea what they're... Huh? Well, I, guess I, I don't know what they're trying to accomplish. This is, this is what I'm talking Seems about. Like coming in, it was to... Um... To get their passing game going, because they they received, they thought their offense was good and whatnot, so they 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 were confident in their offense. And then once the game started, yeah, it was bad. This is what I'm talking about. This is the, the, the this is what I'm talking about. That this team has no identity. What the fuck do they want to do? This is a running team, a passing team. What is this team? What do we do? What is this team? Are they balanced? What 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 is the Detroit Lions right now? That's what they are, man. You're like, God damn, man. This, this is this. Whew. How, like, I, I want to know as a player, what do you do? You go into this bye week, you're probably thinking, like, what the fuck? We're 0 8. We played awful last week. Like, what, what do you do as a line, as, as a player? What do you do? That's why I said they need to win badly right now because this has this thing right now. Like, you were 0-8 going to the bye week, and you just got demolished by the Philadelphia Eagles, who been as much of a laugh suck as your team has been this year, and you just got 44-6 to at your hometown and your home field. That six shouldn't even happen, by the way. That was just a okay, that was boy, garbage sign. That was just like, give me, here, here's six points. I'm just telling you the final score, right? Whatever, right? You, you you dropped a complete egg at home at Ford Field. You're 0-8 going to the bye week. And this is why I said they need to win a badly. Not that they're going to lose faith and, and not buy into Dan Campbell. I'm not telling you that. It's just it's hard to keep playing every single week when this the same result's happening. Close game or not. When you keep losing, it stings. It stings a lot. And it, I don't know. It, it has to change. It has to change somehow. <laughs> And this is where we might see lack of effort for the rest of the goddamn season because no, we're not going to see that. If we see that, if guys do that, they won't be here next year. Yeah, I mean, shit. This we're not going to see lack of this, effort. This is what I mean, we've seen today. Today was Campbell called it a sea of trash. He just literally just called it a sea of trash. A sea of trash. Shit. I mean, that's why. Yeah, yep. yeah. Sea of trash. That, that, those are good words for it. Those are really good words. And he for also me. said when that happens. <laughs> he also said when that happens, that's on me. And yeah, I mean, he got out coached. It's pretty obvious. Got out coached. There was no. I was like, where was the preparation, man? No, I don't think the players are gonna like gonna stop buying in or whatnot. I don't think that's a problem. Um, 
They're just a young it's, team. It's, it's and not. It's not. It's not. Not believing in Dan Campbell. But when you're just losing over and over and over and over again, the message is not as strong. You're just like shit. We're working our ass off every single week. We go and we go, you know, we practice in you know we're busting our ass in practice, and then we go out in the field and we do this. Like, it's, it's hard. It's, it's part of the job, man. It is hard, but they get paid for it, too. So it's part of their job. I don't know what to say. I really don't. Losing I will sucks, say, though, but... if I mean, we, we, we still have a lot of games left, but if there's a way this team goes 0-17, there's going to be questions. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to say that. There's going to be questions, and, and it's deserved. Yeah. I mean, rebuilding does not mean lose every goddamn game. That's not what rebuilding means. This is not, that's not rebuilding. It's pretty close to it, though. It's like winning a game or two. I mean, it's not much of a difference, honestly. You're rebuilding. You're rebuilding. No one wants to go 0-17. Yeah, 0-17 is not, it's not a good message to the team, to the franchise. It's not a good message anywhere. It's not a good, it's not a good message. It's not a good message to anybody, any free agents out there that even have a slight chance of wanting to come to Detroit. Oh, I don't want to be a part of 0-17. I mean, just look at the narrative 17. in 2008. First team to go 0-16, right, in NFL history. I mean, we still have that that narrative behind us. It's been what eleven damn years, or uh, more than eleven years. What am I saying? It's been um, I can't even do math right now. My my head is so fucked right now. Yeah, because you're thinking about that goddamn game. You think oh. you just you just saw what you just saw fucked up your brain. You lost brain cells from that shit. I think we I literally lost, lost brain cells. cells. We all lost brain I, cells. From I think that I shit. literally lost brain cells from that game. <laughs> we all lost. Every Lions fan lost brain cells watching that goddamn game. Yeah, I mean, if the Lions were trying to, and this is so cringy, I don't even know why I'm saying this, but if the Lions were trying to be scary on Halloween, they were pretty damn scary today. I mean, that shit was fucking disgusting. That was ugly as hell. I just, it was, it was, man. I mean, man. I, I can't, I can't even pull out a positive for this game. This, this, this week for your oopsie doops is going to be very, it's going to be, it's going to be hard because just picking out the right one. Say, Picking out the right was, one for this is it's gonna be difficult, but there's so many. You have so many options. Your options are available for everybody. Could I could I just spoil it? No, don't spoil, spoil it. Don't spoil I, it. Please don't spoil it. We have the next the next episode, but yeah, I know it's gonna there's a lot of options out there. Pierre, this is gonna be tough for <laughs> uh, you. Finding a baller of the week. I don't know who is a baller of the week. Maybe the fans that showed up today. Maybe, maybe the fans that showed up to the, to the the fans that showed up to the to the to the game today. They may be baller of the week because if you were there and even lasted the whole game, you know, like when you like try to go on a website, sometimes it goes like URL not found or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's the baller. Of- Shit, that just. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna have a tough time. At least Darius Slay had a good game today. He did. I don't want to talk about. I mean, Darius Slay's yeah. on the Lions, man. I know. I know. I was happy to see that though. I was happy to see Darius Slay ball a little bit back in his hometown, signing autographs at the end of the game. I love that guy, man. Never, yes. uh, it's like I said, there'll never be a bad word that comes out of my mouth about Darius Slay. Yeah, no, but never. Yeah, he did our show a few man. times, man. He's the man. I, 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 I still, he's still my guy. I mean, I'm lucky, kind of. I know it was against us, but no. I'm kind of happy. No, no, no. What was it? the fumble six? Yeah, I'm not. I was. No. That, there was not one part of that game that made me happy. Not one. You know what? The thing was too. Like you're gonna see this when you rewatch the game. There were some positives on defense, believe it or not. I mean, the oh. first the first drive of the game for the Eagles, they got a three and out, right? It was just it's like if they get a stop here, like they start off the second half, they got some big stops. Uh, the Eagles had that holding penalty on special teams and started right in their end zone, and you know the Lions almost got a three and out, and then it's just you know they, they couldn't get to the quarterback, they couldn't and, get to Hurts. Yeah, Jalen Hurts just escapes and you know gets like a thirty yard rush, but. And the rest was history. There was positives, like, as far as, like, man, if they get off the field, what happens then? Because at that point, you know, it's only a 17-0 game at that point. Uh, it's still very early in the game. You got a whole second <laughs> half. But then but then Jalen Hurts gets the big run, and then it all went oh, downhill. Shit. I'm just reading the chat. That was hilarious. By the way, uh, Matt Nelson yeah. got raped today. It was, it was – I, I felt bad watching it. Like, I wanted to call for – like, this is something that should have been on first 48. The way Matt Nelson was getting destroyed today. Matt yeah. Nelson was getting killed. Yeah. He got he was getting killed all game. How many total sacks did we give up today? Was it six? 
a lot. Six sacks we gave him today? Six or seven, yeah. After what we did last week against one of the best defensive lines in the NFL, we gave him six sacks to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's take a request. Let's take a request or two, and yeah, the show. Maybe maybe it'll calm me down. Maybe 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 one of the listeners will be able to calm me down because I'm pissed right now. Uh, we got one. Oh, we got a multiple. Oh my goodness, I didn't realize this. Everybody's oh pissed. God. Everybody, everybody, wants to <laughs> everybody. everybody got something to say. Yo, bring them one at a time. Bring everybody up. We want okay. you everyone, uh, everyone, you guys, um, everyone. I have to go, but I know you guys will kill it. Yeah, yeah. Right, Pierre. Pierre, take it easy, man. All right. Well, yeah, let's guys. keep it short, everybody. We're going to get everybody in. Five minutes, please, because I got, I got to bounce too soon. So, and we'll Keep it less if you could. We're going to keep it short. All right, let's start off with David. iPod, actually. iPod, what's up, man? This is this is Mr. iPod Jackson. Mr. iPod Jackson, David Jackson, you're on mute right now, but you can take yourself off mute and speak your piece. Oh, there we go. There we go. All right. There we go, iPod. What's up, man? Bro, okay, so there's so much shit I could say. I and mean, I know y'all said keep it under five minutes, but god damn. This game. All right, so let me just, I'm going to preface this with I worked at a bar that's right by my place. It's a Philly bar. So all the Philly fans were out there. I'm the one guy clapping, like, oh, we got a first down. How many times I clapped? Probably 14 times. I think that's all they had was 14 first downs. This was trash. This was absolute trash. I don't understand how you have a Rams game where you throw out the fucking book. You're like, let's just go for it. Why can't you do this against? We're 0 and 7. Now we're 0 and 8. Why don't you just throw out the book and just like, just do the fake punch stuff again? Do do everything again. We have nothing left to lose. Just go out loud. I didn't understand this. Like, just play, play fucking Madden on easy mode and do whatever the whatever you want. Like, I was so confused by this. And Jared Goff should be replaced with Jack Fox because he threw a better spiral last week. I'm, I'm. It boggles my mind right now what is happening with this team and i'm not giving up on yeah i put oh sorry i'm not giving up on on uh uh dan campbell but i am kind of giving up on the heart of the team because it looked like there was no heart in the team today like it looked bad and i'm like i don't understand Yeah, there was no effort, no no heart, no knee fighting, no nothing. This was, as what Dan Campbell said, a, a sea of trash. Yeah, this was a sea yes. of trash. This was garbage, garbage. This was bad. This was bad. This is David. This is bad as it David, we can barely hear you, by the way. All right, I think David is out. Okay, yeah, I, I think we get his point. Uh, not a lot of effort. He's pissed. He deservedly so. We're all. Everybody should be pissed. Every Lions fan should be pissed. Anybody that watched that game should be pissed. Yeah. All right. Let's get in, Spencer. Spencer, what's up, man? Yo, what's going on? Can y'all hear me? Yes, we can, man. What's yes, up, sir. Spencer? Yeah. So I don't even know what to say at this point. Um, just everything we did was just bad. Offense, defense. Game plan, fuck, even special teams. It's just, it's just, I don't, I'm just at a loss for words. I just don't understand why we don't go into a game like against the Eagles or the Bears with the same aggression we go into against the Rams or the Ravens. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's the Lions way. It's the, I, I, all I have to say is it's, at this point, I can just calmly say it's, it's the Lions way. Just, I don't know what it is though. Is it like are they downplaying these opponents? Like, like that's that's what I think. This. That's what I, they always do this. It's, but like, why? You are the worst team in the NFL. How are you downplaying anybody else, <laughs> bro? I don't know, man. I just, I just don't understand why you can have play so well against really good teams, keep it close, show effort, and then all the nice fans are like, oh, you know, I don't want to say more victory, but damn, they played their ass off. This is just more victory, you know, and then. They go the next week and they play like complete dog shit. I just don't. I don't get. I don't know why. 
I don't know why. It's always been like this. I just don't know why. Yeah, not to mention Will Harris and Matt Nelson just cannot play. They just can't. <laughs> They're just they just can't, man. They 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 need to they need to leave this team, man. It's it's ridiculous. It was interesting. They uh, decided to play Will Harrison at the nickel corner spot. We were wondering that question before the show. It's like, what are we going to do at the nickel corner spot? No A.J. Parker today. Uh, their decision ended up being Will Harris. And That's what I'm saying. Like, then that's part of the game plan. And it's just like yep. you have Nicole Roby Coleman on the practice squad and you put Will Harris in the nickel. He can't cover for shit. I just don't get it. <laughs> Yep, Spencer, I'm asking the same question right now. And I had the same question as the game was starting. So it wasn't like, you know, I saw the game, saw him, you know, mess up and then made my decision. And I was wondering if from as I saw Will Harris in the nickel, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, Will Harris is in the nickel right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah, but thank you guys for thank having you, me. Thank you, Spencer. Thank you for joining, man. Yeah, that was – and that, that goes like what Spencer was saying. That goes into game planning. I mean – he met, he brought up a great point. You have a nickel corner on your on your your organization, and a guy who's like played NFL games in a nickel corner and played games yeah. at a high level at a nickel corner spot. He's not and his he... name is Nicole. <laughs> I mean, yeah, come I mean, on, yeah, that just he showed all the signs like his name Nicole needed just to play the nickel. <laughs> you all played the a strong there. safety there. You played a strong safety there. The signs, the signs is there, and they went. The and look, and a guy that's not good at coverage even at his safety position. Like, what? What, what do we think that was going to happen? Maybe, maybe for tackling. I don't. know. How bad is Nicole Roby, Roby Coleman if they just refuse to even? <laughs> that's, bring a, him up? that's what I'm saying. Is Nicole Roby Coleman just on the biggest decline right now? Is he that bad? I mean, is divergence still a thing? I would have taken divergence piggyback rides almost at some point during this game. Is he? Is he signed with the team? I have no idea. I know yeah. he got released by somebody. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, yeah, I was joking bad. on that, yeah, but pretty, I was joking on that. <laughs> I was joking on that, but uh, let's just get let's just go into the next person, Mike. Yeah. Mike, what's up, man? Yo, what up, guys? Mike, I'm sorry for bringing up positives too. I know you got mad at me for bringing I, up positives. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I couldn't. I still can't see the positives, but yeah. <laughs> I tried. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but you know, at the end of the day, it, you know, I, I hear you try to be positive, man. But this team is—I just, you know, I think what, what hurts me most about this team is, you know, like we give a lot of free passes out, and and I think that we've given a lot of free passes out to, you know, just because of this, everybody hides behind rebuild, rebuild. But I, I think I, I agree with Malcolm on on this. Like, man, you're going to get to a point where, you know, you get the first, second, third pick. I mean, yeah, there's not that much difference in between. But what's happening with this team is you can see it week now over week. Like the messaging and the stigma becomes an issue. You've seen it with Michigan yesterday. That's a team that's so talented but had created a stigma over the last seven years where they can't get over the hump. And, it's, and football is a different sport than a lot of these sports, man, where it's like, you know, these guys risk their life every time they get tackled. And you can clearly see – that there's guys not giving a shit. And it's hard. And then you see after the game, these, these fucking guys are changing jerseys. They got beat by 40. And they're changing jerseys and laughing. It's like, I don't know, man. This thing, you know what bothers me most about the whole organization? Calvin Johnson requested a trade, and they told him, you're going to play or you're going to retire. Stafford asks for a trade. And not only does this fucking guy ask for a trade, he says where he's going. And then on top of that, like, they put us behind the eight ball. If he said it last year, we could have drafted a quarterback. Like, like this team does everything backwards, man. And you know what? Everybody on this call and you guys, get ready, because this is going to be for the next two, three years. This isn't going to change next year or the year after that. This team is so talent-deprived that, you know, I just I, – I just – I'm so irritated the more and more I learn about this team. You know what I mean? Like – and I don't want to turn it into a racial thing, but you get Calvin that asks for you know a trade, or he then they tell him you're going to retire. Matthew Stafford, they roll out the red carpet and they take a shitty deal. They go ahead and, and, and they're going to pick in the 30s. Like those are second round picks. They could have got it, you know, they, just everything. And they could have told them no, you're going to. Play. It's like at the end of the day, I know it's about winning Super Bowls, but it's also about winning, looking at a good product. And and I don't want to spend another. I mean, life's short, man. You want to spend another two three years looking at this fucking garbage? 
I mean, you know what I mean? Like, like it's like it's it's you sit here and these guys are worse than. I mean, and there's no guarantee even if you break it down. It's like, man, something's got to change with this team. I like Dan Campbell, but I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm on another one now with this team in regards to thinking that, you know what, man, they got to do something. If it's ownership change, something. But you know, I just the whole thing just, just rubs me the wrong way, man. I just want to get your guys' take on that. But I appreciate everything you guys are doing. It takes a lot to to dedicate your time to doing this. It's it's a really bad product, and you guys are making it as enjoyable as you can. I appreciate that, Mike. Yeah, Mike, I just want to—I I, want to comment something real quickly. Um, first of all, with the Calvin and, and Matthew Sever, just two different minds. Um, you know, with the Stafford thing, it was obviously, you know, Sheila Ford, and I'm not taking—you know—I'm not giving them the free pass at the Calvin Johnson because I—I agree with you. I think that the organization gets a lot of free passes that they don't deserve, frankly. Uh, but it's just two different situations because Calvin was with you know with with dealing with the Bob Quinn situation and with this one it was more of you know Brad Holmes and and uh Sheila Ford taking front and and if you want to make the argument saying the Ford should have stepped in with the Kelvin Johnson situation that's fine I I'm not going to disagree with you there but as far as the general manager standpoint um that's with Brad Holmes and Bob Quinn that's a difference so that's my one comment and then my second comment is about the trade that they took I mean I still think it was the best trade available. And I, I know you, you're going to say uh, they're late picks and you got two late picks instead of another top 10 pick with the Carolina Panthers thing. The thing was, though, I, and I thought this was very important for Brad Holmes as, as the year gone on, before getting too premature and before even seeing a game out of any of these guys as he took the job, I think it was wise and smart to see how this year plays out first uh, to see what you really need. And I know you can make the argument that you can need anything on this team right now, but I thought it was wise to see what you really need uh, before having two top 10 picks and not seeing you know, a single snap with this coaching staff with these players. So that's why I think they took the Rams deal. It's more of a long-term deal more than an immediate product, which you would have gotten with the Panthers deal. Because with the Panthers deal, you would have gotten their first-round pick in the last upcoming draft. And then that's pretty much it. You get what a fifth round pick in Teddy Bridgewater. That, that, that's about it with this deal. You're evaluating your team further on. And even though they are later picks, you get to truly see what you, you could, you know, build off of with, you know, with the product you're seeing right now. I think now we have a, a way better telling than we did last April. So that's why I think they took the deal looking more long-term than just, you know, at that time back then. So that, but Taylor, you're, 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 you're miscounting the fact that we actually had to take on golf too, you know? And I think that that's such a negative asset that that's a first round pick in itself. So basically you got one late round pick for Matthew Stafford, not two and a third round pick that was late. So, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just, you know, I mean, we now seeing how horrible golf is and I'm not going to, nobody should talk about golf because it's such a dead subject. The guy's pathetic. I mean, fourth and yeah. whatever, he throws it out of bounds. That's, that's two games out of three. Where he's going the way on fourth and forever. I just—it's a guy yeah. who's not going to put his neck on on the line. Never has and is never well liked. So, but anyways, I mean, Malcolm, what did you think about the whole Calvin thing? Because I do think there's a racial undertone to it, man. And I'm not trying to be woke, and I'm not trying to be, but I, I just—I'm not a fan of that, man. And I think that you know this is something that should have been shed to light because here's a guy who clearly said he's came out multiple times saying I wanted to be traded, they would not trade me. And then you got a Stafford, who's a, who both who arguably Kevin Johnson is their best player behind Barry Sanders of all time. Like you treat people like that, you can bl- blame Bob Quinn, but still ownership's involved in those decisions. You can't say, yeah, you can't say they're involved. And I agree with that, Mike. And I agree with that, Mike. That, no, 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 no. I, I, that's what I said. If you want to give the free pass, if, I, we're not giving a free pass to the Ford family because at the end of the day, it was the final decision by the Ford family. That's why I said if you want to go ahead and do that. I'm not going to argue that because I think your point is valid, but I think what it was more of, it was they were going off whoever the general manager was, and they were taking the advice of the general manager more than they'll make a decision. And if you want to say they don't have a pulse to make a decision, I agree with you, Mike. <laughs> no, it's just because I think that carries. I mean, we might not talk about it in the media because the Detroit media sucks so bad. That's why I appreciate podcasts because you guys can actually talk. I mean, 97.1, they can't even say one bad word about the Lions. I mean, you know, because I fear that they'll get their shit pulled out. You know, at the end of the day, it's just, you know, it's, it's, 
you know, I mean, that shit carries. And, and you know what I mean? I think that's going to be a stigma that this team's living with. That's why nobody wants to sign here. You know what I mean? Like, nobody wants to sign here. That, that, that stuff carries. I know it doesn't get publicized a lot because of, you know, it's just everybody's scared of the NFL. But I'm really disappointed in that the more I think about that, man. Like, you know, I just, I don't know. You know, the more shit comes to light, the more I start thinking about stuff like that. And I just think that there's a stigma with this team. That no matter how many people you change, how many people is it going to be before this team starts to get good? I'm going to give this this regime a year or two, but at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like, I I, I mean, my only dream is that this team gets sold and somebody else would – it might not even be their fault, just a new energy, a new something. But I don't know. I just wanted to get Malcolm's take because I think – I don't know. That bothered me a lot when I started thinking about it more and I started hearing more inside information on it from Calvin. Yeah, I mean – when, when Calvin said it, I mean, I, I did hear him say that he wanted to be traded and he put it out there that he wanted to be traded and he got declined. I, I mean, I just, I just don't think too much of it. And, and this is the reason why is because, you know, and I, I do know ownership, it, you know, they, they do have the final say, but Mar- Martha, she didn't, she really didn't know stuff. She, Martha, Martha Ford wasn't really that much involved because she didn't really know. She relied mainly on Rod Wood. And at that point, it was um, Bob Quinn. And Bob Quinn, when he came from New England, they didn't do shit like that. And Rod Wood, he was—he just came in at that point. He really didn't know. He actually admitted that he didn't know football. He didn't know really much about football. So he would just yield more by the book when he first came in. So, yeah, he it sucks. But, again, I don't really think too much. And right now, what I'm looking at now, I see that they are trying to make changes and, and as far as not trying to do things how they did it before in the past that, that failed as far as not letting go of players when they requested trade or um, bringing in extra football minds to help, you know, make decisions around here. Like we brought a lot of football minds in um, this year. So as far as what Sheila's doing, what Martha's did, um, what Martha did and what um, William Clay did in the past, I think is actually different. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the future with what Sheila's doing because she's admitting like, look, I don't, I'm not the best at, you know, at, at doing this type of stuff. So I need help. So she's just bringing football minds. So as far as that, that's the way I think about it, as far as ownership and stuff. All right. Um, is that it, Mike? Is oh, that all you got? Yeah. Okay. I appreciate you, hey, Mike. Mike. Thanks, thanks a lot, Mike. Thank you for coming on. All right, we're going to go to one more, and then we're going to end it because we do have plans afterwards, the Halloween plans. Yeah. I'm sorry, Malcolm, I know. One more. No, it's all good. Anonymous, My what's dog, up, man? Anonymous, I know you have some things to say about this game. Let it all out. Let let, let it out your chest. Man, you know what? I'm being 100% honest. I'm not as freaked out as everyone else. Oh, here's not? why. Okay. Yeah, so, Malcolm, I think what you were, we were saying to Mike, is that the last guy that was talking? Was Mike? Yeah. It's like, I think I was yeah, typing Mike, in the yep. chat the same thing you were saying right at the same time. With the way they handle Calvin, that's, that's what you get when you have people that don't know football making decisions. Because the Lions were yep. within their contractual rights to ask for their money back. It's just a cultural thing with football that you don't do that with your star players. Exactly. You have people at the top that don't know any better. They end up fucking up and making decisions like that. So I don't think it was really a racial issue. I just think they didn't. You know, they learn from their mistake. They're never going to do that again after what they did to Calvin. They're not going to do that to Stafford or any other star player going forward. Exactly. Yeah. So, yep. It, it was it was just kind of a principle thing, and like you look at it from you no, know, I think because we're all so into this into the sport and we're all into this business, we know all this stuff. Like you can't do that, and you can do this, and maybe you should like make the argument saying like ownership should know this too. If fans <laughs> could understand this, but like it's one thing, right? right. Um. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't look too much into it just because I look at what they're doing now and it looks like they have corrected that, hopefully, because at least with the Stafford situation, they did correct that and that was a positive. And, um, you know, the past is the past. And it's like, you obviously can't go back in time and, and change it. It sucks that, you know, one of your star players doesn't even really want to be involved with your franchise anymore as far as even just showing his face around as much. It obviously sucks, but... Um, I thought with the Stafford thing, they corrected it, and um, and and I think what you said, anonymous, okay. is valid as well. I think it's just something that they're going to do going forward if if this ever happens again. Which hopefully we don't have star players wanting to request out of Detroit, and we don't have to deal with the situation again. That's the that that would be the hope, right? 
Right. So. I do want to talk about this game, though. Yeah, if it sucks. We all know that. It fucking sucks. But I want to pump the brakes a little bit from overreacting. Because going into this season, in this season, we knew that the con- the uh, salary cap had, you know, first year everywhere didn't grow. We knew that this was probably the worst roster in the NFL going into this season. Not only that, the Lions have maybe the most injuries out of any other team. What, they're second? They're tied for second for the most guys on IR? So what do you really expect I don't, I don't know, when you have a talented roster and not only that, you have everyone that's injured. The Lions overperformed last week. This is who the Lions really are right now, what we just saw. So if if I'm if I'm Campbell, and this is a criticism for him, I don't know what they're doing with these injuries. I don't know if they're just, you know, throwing it in and say, yeah, let's see what these young guys have. And this season is a wash anyway. I don't know why Decker keeps getting, you know, he has a finger injury, why he's not being pushed to play. Who knows what's going on with Tyrell Williams? You know, if if I'm Campbell, I'm going to try to get these guys back into the lineup and start because that's the only way that you can save morale on your team. Because you're you're almost looking at a new team. You get a you get a wide receiver who's had a thousand yards in a season in the past. You get Decker, who's your best tackle. You get um, Iffy. You know some of these other DBs that's out. At least now you have some a boost of morale to say, okay, now we can probably go in and beat the Bears on Thanksgiving or one of these other teams that's that's looking like it's a potential winnable game. Without that, we're playing all these guys as free agents or first year players that you know are late round draft picks or undraftable free agents. I don't know what you're gonna expect to get from them. Uh I, I- but anonymous, I mean, this was just a zero effort game. I mean, you looked completely out of it. It's like, I understand their talent. Like, they're not very talented. I understand that. But this Philadelphia Eagles team wasn't that talented, and they just dropped the egg on your team. Like, are they more talented than you? Yeah. Sure. Yes. I, I'm not disagreeing there. But, like, they weren't significantly a better team than you. Like, if this happened, if this happened with the Rams, I'd maybe even give it a little more of a break. But you played the Philadelphia Eagles in your hometown, in your home place. I just don't think that's an excuse, honestly. I'm yeah, sorry. 44, 44 yeah, it's, to it's, six. it's not an excuse. It's it's not an excuse. It's it's definitely not an excuse. Like I'm pissed off by the game, but I'm just not as shocked as everyone else is. And and at the end of the day, you still got to look at these players. And like, look, at some point, you got to be a professional. You know, you're getting paid to show up and put your effort in. So whether you say it's it's because exactly. of X, Y, and Z, or you know you're not a job, you're getting paid to actually go out there and play. That's why I don't really like you know using the excuse while they're risking their injuries, they're risking their health. Yeah, it's football. They know what they're getting into, and they're getting paid to do that. But at the same time, it's like I, I don't like to get too high, and I don't like to get too low. You know, I wasn't high last week when they when they almost won. That's I'm not great. that low this week because this is just such a talentless team where I'm like, I, I don't expect them to win, especially with all these key players that are injured. Now, you get those back in the roster, maybe we're looking at a different story. Yeah, but you should not be losing forty-four to six to the Philadelphia Eagles. I can't. I can't use any any little thing as an excuse as far as a reason for this game. It just like look, if, yeah, like if they lost the game, they lost the game. But forty-four to six. Yeah, and, and, and the thing is, yeah, we know. I'm gonna tell you we what. Know this is not a talented team. We know it's not a talented team, and we we always said that you know maybe the coaches have to get the best out of these guys, you know, and have them playing hard every single game. That's all we want to see is. Our four team play, give it their all every game. We know they're not going to win, but as long as they play hard every single game, you know it, it will make the the fan base at least, you know, happy. But this shit right here, yeah, I think I think the, <laughs> I think the issue, or you know, I think they showed their hand a little too early last week by playing all their trick plays, and you know there was there was zero chance they win last week. And you know, had they done what they did last week, this week they would have won. So. It's it's kind of like why don't you get why don't you get smoked by forty one points in L A and then come back and use all that to come back and pull out a win versus yeah. Yeah. go yeah. for it on fourth down and fake punts and fake field goals whatever else you want to do do that against the Eagles. Not, not a bad not a bad idea yeah, not not a, that's not that's not a bad idea man but I think Dan Campbell just wanted to keep him in the game and that's what the, all those trick plays did it kept him in the game to give him a fighting chance yeah 
Um, but this week, man, I don't. Forty-four six. We go two yeah, over two hundred yards on the ground. I'm just, I'm gonna say one thing. I I fell asleep at halftime. I don't blame you. I missed almost. I, don't I missed right. thing, almost okay. the entire third quarter. <laughs> yeah, I woke up. When I woke up, they had just scored to go up thirty-one, and then I just saw DeAndre Swift fumble. Now, usually, I would rewind it. Like, okay, I got to see what I missed. The fuck no. Man. No, don't do that. I'm not going over. Anonymous, you said you said you said I missed the second half. You, you didn't saved. miss anything. You, you, you didn't yeah, miss the third quarter. Just the third quarter. Yeah, well, saved. you didn't miss anything. You got saved. If anything, it was good that you got you caught up on your sleep rather than watching that shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, you, exactly. you, you got saved. That's all I gotta say, man. Yeah. You got saved. All right, Anonymous. I appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you always supporting the show, man. Thank you, fellas. All right. With that. That was a successful post game. I thought that was a nice therapy session. Um, I feel better now. I don't know why, but I do I feel better. I don't. <laughs> well, at least you know you're gonna go catch up with some family, right? You know, I'm yeah. gonna go do the same thing right now. So enjoy Halloween night. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Hope you guys all enjoyed. We'll be back tomorrow, and the episode will be dropped Tuesday morning on your guys' feed. Uh, we're gonna, just gonna give a final report card on on this game. Uh, Malcolm, will you be rewatching this game? I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know. I mean, yeah, yeah I'm probably going to. I mean, I don't know what I'm gonna take from it. I don't know what I'm gonna take from it. I don't know what I'm take from it. But we're gonna watch it. I'm gonna rewatch it. Okay. Well, you guys will. You guys can get Malcolm's. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Post game thoughts. Did you hit on any? Did you any underdogs today or no? Did you stay away? No, I, I, I stood away from underdogs today. I was uh, I was one away from hitting a five like one made four hundred bucks. I hit one two like which was nice, and um, I ha- I'm having a three like going on right now. But that looks pretty good right now in this early four o'clock window. So we'll see how that goes. Um, so with that being said, five star review on Apple Podcasts. And I'm out, guys. Peace. All right, y'all. It's your boy Malcolm, and I'm out. Peace. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com